Arnold. <laughs> we worship you and we honor you tonight. Tent your neighbor, say, neighbor, this is my night. Say, it's better to be here than in the best hospital in the Western Cape or in South Africa. Say, it's my night tonight for what God's going to do, not only for me, but through me. In Jesus' name, do you believe it? Give a shout of victory. You may be seated for a few minutes. Musicians, stay. You're only going to sit for a few minutes. Because God is up to something. Remember that night when the angel of the Lord came with a coal of fire. <laughs> My word. And this is one of that services that you need to read. What is God doing right now? And catch what God is doing. Not to miss the, the moment of God. Tell your neighbors, say, expect the moment. Say, embrace the moment. And live in the moment. That's what create the atmosphere and the miraculous to happen in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. While we sit and Emmy is getting ready to minister to us with her daughters. And we're going to do the offering and because there will not be space, I'm going to ask the ushers to be ready. And uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we're going to see what God's going to do tonight. Tell your neighbors, say, there's a miracle waiting for a vessel. Saying you are the vessel that the miracle needs to take place in. <laughs> say you are the vessel. Now this is what God can do. You have something tonight. Say what's happening now. Scripture says God's love. God is not somebody that's this figure that we have in our mind, angry and ready to whip you. No, no. There's a joy of the Lord that is your strength and the joy. By word, you see, this is what I like about these services. There's no program. You cannot just do what you want to do. You need to go with the flow. Tell your neighbor, say, go with the flow. Because the Spirit of the Lord is going to turn situations around. By word, turn your morning into joy. Say, turn my morning into joy. Hallelujah. Well, the ushers can just get ready and do what needs to be done. Because I don't think there's anything going to happen. And that's phenomenal. God helps us. And what God can do, give and it shall be given back to you. It's in this kind of atmosphere that money manifests in people's bank accounts and said now this is not spooky stuff if you don't want to give them give i have learned i cannot afford not to be a giver on the face of the earth for the kingdom come on jesus had a prayer he said and they said jesus teach us how to pray 
not how to preach, not how to prophesy, not how to sing. Teach us how to pray. And he starts with our Father which art in heaven. And then he comes, he said, let thy kingdom come. Hell, as it is in heaven, let it manifest on earth. So you are earth tonight. The kingdom must manifest through you. Say the kingdom must manifest through me. Oh my word. Every person that goes through a situation right now, the presence of God is setting you free right where you are sitting. I speak life and life in abundance. There's somebody with a court case here right now and God's going to turn that court case around in your favor. Where are you? Where's that person tonight? You are going through something. Father, thank you. Thank you. God is going to turn it. <laughs> you see, I didn't know these things. Come on, somebody come and lay hands on them. God's going to turn these cases. The presence of God right now in the name of Jesus the living Christ is touching and changing and transforming lives my brother there also come on somebody come brothers help them preachers where are you my word in the mighty name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah say it's done say it's done the battle is over <laughs> say if God is for me who or what can be against me hallelujah now she's a school principal you know so this is not answered this is God my word <laughs> Father, I thank you right now for the presence of the Lord in this place. Shubakende. <laughs> oh, my word. Sibarendia. And we honor you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Somebody say, Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is what God wants to do through you. Now there's a scripture in the Bible. And you hear I mention something. The miracle is looking for a vessel tonight. You need a miracle. And God is a God of miracles. But he's looking for the vessel. Second Kings chapter 4. And the prophet, the lady came and she said, My husband died. She was in a dilemma. She said, and the debtors are coming to take my sons away. They want to take them from freedom to slaves. And then the next thing, the prophet asked her a question. He said, what do you have in your house? She had something that can activate the miraculous. And that something was oil. Now the oil is a symbol of the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. And uh, he gave her instruction. Because the oil needs to flow in a vessel. Say the oil needs to flow in a vessel. <laughs> Paul addressed the church. Keep it up. And they so clever I didn't even give them that scripture. Listen and uh, Paul says, don't you know that you are... Temple 
of the Holy Ghost. Look at yourself, say, I'm the temple. He says another thing, and he says, you don't belong to yourself. See, that's where the problem is, because we want to be dignified, and we want to do it our way, and God's got miraculous ways how he can do it. When the joy hit years ago, when we only had two services at Big Lofdal, and uh, it was in a conference, I think, and Pastor Sister Corky came to sing, and the power of God hit her. <laughs> now she could sing opera. Now she's gone to be with the Lord. And when the power of God hit her, the joy, <laughs> he came up to say something he couldn't. Was in the presence, he couldn't open his mouth. And then the power of God hit him. And I thought, well, I need to rescue. Tell somebody, say, don't rescue what God wants to do. And I thought, I need to rescue this conference service tonight. And I took the microphone and the, the glory hit me. Because I was in meetings and I say, what's the state of the state of the people who are in the world? You know, and Mr. K Mr. Negative and Critique and Fault Find. <laughs> that night, I took the mic. Now we had a dentist and his wife, very prominent, proper people that worship with us. And the power of God hit me. And everything that I didn't believe in happened with me that night. And the joy hit me. <laughs> Turn to somebody say, you look so sour, you need a bit of joy tonight. <laughs> so you need to change your gears because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, I word what happened in that service. The power of God hit me. And the dentist's wife got so angry. Very proper people. And she came up. And one of her valves went. I would not say what happened. But everybody could hear it. And then she started laughing. So that God can use something simple to catapult you out of the natural into the supernatural. That's why the world, when they serve God, their God, devil, whatever they want to, they do kinds of stuff that we as Christians say, oh no, I, I will not do that. But I've seen as a child, blind people in the church start dancing. And the children were sleeping all over the carpet. They dance in, but they cannot see nothing. They, somebody needs to. <laughs> the power of God hit them. They start dancing. Two brothers. They did not step on one child. They didn't bump in a chair. Nothing. And how the power of God came in. <laughs> Supernatural. What God can do. See what God is doing in this time. And this is week number five. The fifth Sunday night is to get you out of the natural into the supernatural because the supernatural must become natural for you come on God is not something on a Sunday night and we need to be pumped up and prime them like a primer stove to get you going and then you are in the no we live in the presence in him we live we move and have our being and that's why the prophet came a prophet Hosea in the fourth chapter now keep that remember what do you have in your house? 
a little, a little what? Has nothing except a jar of oil. Afrikaans, a picky willy. <laughs> Turn to somebody, say, picky willy. Say, praise God, you can speak Afrikaans. And don't worry, the people on the broadcast think we speak in tongues now. And so what happened? That was enough for the prophet to motivate this lady out of her dilemma, out of the natural, what her eyes saw, what her ears heard. Come on, somebody, to catapult her out of the natural circumstances because Satan wants to rob God from that you can be a blessing to him. And then the next verse says in verse number three, then he said, go around because that was enough for him to come to rescue for her condition and borrow vessels from all your neighbors, empty vessels and not a few. Say not a few. Say a miracle is looking for a vessel. <laughs> and then when she went and collect all these vessels, verse five, what happened then? Oh my word. <laughs> so she went from him and shut the door upon herself and her sons who brought to her the vessels as she poured the oil. What did she do? She poured the oil. Say, poured the oil. Say, God wants to pour oil in you tonight. Come on, somebody. And you need to be the vessel. Say, there's a miracle waiting to manifest in this vessel tonight. Now, our biggest dilemma as believers on the face of the earth is when the prophet Uzziah appeared. And you can put that scripture, please, on the screen. Uzziah chapter number four. And he said, because of a lack of knowledge, my people perish. So what's the problem? A lack of knowledge. Come on, somebody. Ignorance brings darkness and death. But what happens when I have truth and knowledge, it brings light and John 10, 10 life. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have that life, how? In overflow. So turn to your neighbor, say, that you hear the Bible overflow. Not little flow, not no flow, not just a trickle flow, say overflow. Now that's what Jesus actually said in John chapter 7. And he said, if anybody is thirsty. Now the thing with thirst, I cannot get thirst for you. You must get thirst for yourself. Okay, somebody didn't catch that yet. Turn to your neighbor and say, I hope you're thirsty tonight. Because what the prophet was explaining, he says, when you have knowledge, you know and you understand, he says, truth will bring light and life. The Zoe life of God. The life Greek word as God is experiencing it right now. That's the life God has in mind for you. Coveting situations in the nation and the nations brought people to a place. And believers, sad when the unbelievers have more, more joy than what we have. 
They're more excited than what we are excited. Oof. Tell Reverend Tutu Bishop, we're ready for him to come and speak. It will be a great night. This is the thing what the prophet went on. And when the prophet came in the sixth chapter, Hosea chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. If you've been slain, because he said, Come and let us return to the Lord. For he has torn so that he may heal us. He has stricken so that he may bind us up. Verse number 2. After two days. Now if the Bible says two days, then there's a first day. He said after two days, he will. Now do you know what the word revive means? Everybody speak about revival is coming, revival is coming, and revival is coming. But do you know what it means? Revival is first for the believer. What does it mean? If your last works is not more than your first works, you are in a backslidden condition. Because revival means things that were alive and on fire one time that became stagnant and dead. Will the embers of that fire, there's a wind that will blow them. One time we had a barbecue, a Brian, you know, and the fire died. And I put other wood up and I start. And the third time when I, a wind was coming from the opposite direction. And that fire <laughs> start burning and burn away my eyebrows and part of my hair. That's what fire can do. And this is what <laughs> the prophet was explaining. Something that was dead. Something that was in a bad condition parked somewhere in life's <laughs> parking lots. God is bringing them out to make them alive again. Because after two days, He will revive us, quicken us, and give us life. And on the third day, say there's a third day. Now the number three is very powerful. What day did Jesus resurrect? The third day. Come on somebody. The three is a powerful, powerful number. And this is what scripture tells us. And he said, on the third day, he will raise us up. What will he do? <laughs> Take us just to heaven. Let us just be okay. I'm dedicated. And I, no, no, no. He will raise us up so that we may, that we may live where? Before him. Now, it was on the third day. When Jesus was resurrected and the miraculous start happening, not through him only, because he ascended up in heaven, but through the 12 disciples. One got haywire, they chose another one. And uh, remember Peter and John came to the, the temple and there was a man begging. <laughs> and uh, he had 
He was lame and is asking for alms. Give me alms, give me some money. And then they looked at him and said, silver and gold we have none, but what we have we give unto you. Stand up in the name of Jesus, stand up. And <laughs> he asked for arms, but he got legs. And he jumped up and he started walking and praising the Lord. Because the third day cannot be a dead day. Dead religion, the normal way how we had church before, cannot change the nation. Say, Gustav, what do you mean? If that could have changed the nation, why is our nation of South Africa in the condition that we are in? Crime high, drugs high, prostitution high, everything high. Come on, somebody. And God is not in that. God is expecting His church. Say, God is expecting from me. Say, there's a miracle waiting for a vessel. <laughs> Say, there's oil that wants to flow in a vessel. Now, this is the thing. You cannot have faith for a while you, for things you do not know. You cannot exercise faith for what you do not know. You cannot believe without information. Because what is faith? Faith is information. The finished work on Calvary. Hallelujah. You are a third day person to walk and to live and to move in resurrection power. Somebody shout, say, resurrection power. If the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, where does it dwell? Say inside of me. Say dwells inside of me. And if that spirit, the same spirit dwells inside of you, you cannot be a walking dead. Do the stuckland shuffle. Devil, will you now please just leave me alone? You don't know, he's not on Duracell batteries, his, his earring aid is flat. You need to tell the devil to go to hell and take a hike. Come on, people. You have authority. The third day church is a church with authority. That's why what's important, and I mentioned it two Sunday nights maybe ago, to say, first before we will see the third day church in fullness, we must believe and we must have the revelation. Come on, somebody, that we are His representatives on the face of the earth, Christ personal representative I represent you represent the third day church will represent heaven on earth if that's not a reality with you tonight then everything we do is just a bunch of junk rituals touch me and I don't change with the touch now I can hear it's very quiet. 
I want you to preach with me tonight. If that does not get in your spirit tonight, listen, all what every church does in revival, even here, is just rituals. It's just a gathering of the dead saints waiting. Most people only have one of two expectations. The upper taker or the undertaker. But the third day generation walks in resurrection power with the revelation. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. We need to know you have been appointed. Say, I have been appointed as a royal ambassador. Come on, people that carry on the mission of Jesus on the face of the earth. Jesus himself said, the works I have done, you will do them also. And you will do. You see what you are destined for? That's a royal priesthood. That's the royal ambassadors. That's the third day generation that's going to march and move. And wherever they be uh, in the new covenant, listen what God did in the old covenant with Joshua. My word, and he told them, and uh, Dr. Skonkin, every place you trample on, I'll give in your hands. In the new covenant, <laughs> you are an heir of God, a joint heir of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Everything that belongs to the Father belongs to you. You are there to be a son and a daughter of the living God, not to be led by the Holy flesh and emotions and money and opportunity and jobs and who's my friends and who can what. I am here to be led by the Holy Spirit. Then I will be acknowledged that I am a son and a daughter of the living God. <laughs> oh, my word. Listen, let me try again. What would you try if you know you cannot fail? What would you believe God for? If you know you cannot fail and God will back it up, what will you do? I'll buy a crunchy by faith. What would you do? Because the third day generation is a church of action. Church don't say one day. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That song came out when Tasha was born. And we were ministers on the Swaziland border in a town called Petratif. That is 1977 when that song came out. Why me, Lord? What have I ever done? That's not what God has designed us to be. Satan wants to keep you somewhere in a cave to hide and hide between somebody else and the crowds. Well, God said, 
You have the power. Say, I have the power. Who would you lay hands on and believe God for the miraculous to happen? If you know God is connected to His Word. The third day is to reveal Jesus and not us. John the Baptist said in John chapter 3, I must become less so that he can become more. We live in a time frame of life where people want to feel important, be important, who acknowledge me, who will give me credentials and who will what, 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 what. But when I become less and Jesus more, I will walk with boldness as a third day because the Bible says we were crucified with him buried with him resurrect with him and we ascend with him and now we are seated where in heavenly places say I am in a position and not in a condition it's the condition what in life that comes your way that will keep you out of the position come on somebody just take this distraction thank you because it's the third day God wants you to be positioned Satan under your feet <laughs> look at your shoes you need to take a cookie and write it Satan is under my feet <laughs> and every time when you demonstrate come on somebody I'm a demonstrator I will be a good toy toyer if I was not saved with skinny and ill see some people say Jesus no no it's religion that crucified him it's opinion of people that keeps you back it's the hurting of the past that will put you in bondage life is not a parking garage it's an onward journey the last service, Big Nicky van Station preached. That was the Sunday night, October the 24th. He was killed the next day in my car, October the 25th in 1993. But that Sunday night, some of you were in that service. And Nicky was tall. He was six foot six. And then he started marching. God's got an army. And we are in the big auditorium. And everybody marched with him in that revival. God's got an army marching through this land. Somebody say, will you please finish now? We are supposed to reveal redemption and not perfection. And you cannot reveal Jesus 
only be, uh, you because you speak in tongues and you don't smoke cigarettes. Can you grasp this this tonight? That you are appointed by God. Tell somebody, say, I am appointed by God. See, if man appoints you, he can take you away. Man has put you in a position, he can strip you. If man, my word, employ you, he can fire you. But when you are appointed, say, I am appointed by God. You are appointed by God to be Jesus' replacement. <laughs> Listen, his body for Jesus on the face of the earth and that's why I must do what Jesus did the Bible doesn't say if you believe as the church constitution say and the church board say uh, he said if you can believe as the scripture says and if we don't do that then it's counterfeit Christianity and then Hosea 6 verse 12 needs to become a reality that we are in a third day of resurrection for 2,000 plus years that we need to move and come out of that place of complacency because if we don't do it and it's counterfeit Christianity, then there's a word that we need to put in action. Somebody say, reset. You reset your computer and you reset your phone by switching it off so that it can pick up and make speed and delete all the, I nearly said a bad word here, all the viruses to get it off turn to somebody say I'm pushing your reset button tonight you too quiet you too on your own you are too complacent say God needs you to move to come out of traction into action come on somebody hallelujah because Christ, counterfeit Christianity is not going to do it because we must press the reset button that's what Hosea 6 the third day is about because you are loaded say I am loaded say I'm not talking about the Kentucky and the Poiki and the pick and pay chicken and salad you had this afternoon you are loaded not with the double portion you are loaded with the fullness of God hallelujah say I am loaded tonight say I am loaded say I am loaded say I am loaded say I am loaded in this place say I am loaded you are loaded When I'm loaded, I understand 
the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God that's operating in, on, and through His loaded people. The Bible says, you are loaded with the fullness of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit inside of you. And if God is for you, what or who can be against you? Somebody shout in this building, say, reset tonight. Because there's a miracle that's waiting for the vessel. It's waiting for the vessel. demonstration come on with doctrine because the end time move will be a combination the third day is a combination of the spirit and the word John chapter 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh speaking about Jesus but when Jesus died and he ascended into heaven that was the living word he left the word in written form for us and then the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came come on somebody 3,000 people on that first outpouring came out Hallelujah. Say, what must we do to be saved? And it became a demonstration of the Word and the Spirit. If I only have ministries, you only have Spirit and the Word gets off the ramp and start with all kinds of spooky, spooky revelations, spooky manifestations. And it became a fake later on. People only with the word and say, no, we want word, no spirit. If you only have word and no spirit, turn to somebody say, thank God it's not you. Because you will dry up. You look like a viscous bookum. Like Baltong from the Northwest province. Jesus somebody say Jesus you can never substitute doctrine for the demonstration somebody in this building shout demonstration there's 17 facts that you should know about the anointing. And I'm going to give you 117. No, I'm only going to give you five. The anointing is the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the source of the anointing for your life. Isaiah chapter 10, 27. Because, listen family, the word anointing means to smear or to rub.
They can put that scripture up there, not smear and rub, but the one out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 10, 27. And it shall be on that day that the burden of the Assyrian of the devil shall depart from your shoulder and his yoke from where? So can you see what's happening? <laughs> Satan wants to hold you back for action and activity. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too skinny. I'm too visible. I'm too poor. I'm too rich. We have all these. It's yokes that the enemy tries to put God's people in. He says, the yoke shall be destroyed. Listen, why? Because of the fatness which prevents it from going around your neck. The King James translation says, He says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing, the presence of God. <laughs> Anointing is the power of God. Say the power of God. It removes burdens. And it destroys yokes. The yoke that the enemy tries to place upon us. The anointing stop any progress of your enemy. Say immediately. Quickly five things. Number one the anointing upon your life and if you manifest and allow God to be God creates fear in the heart of demonic spirits they are subject to the presence of God come on somebody and when that anointing the presence of God begins to flow and release in your over your life and through you any plan of Satan <laughs> is immediately sabotaged and destroyed because in the presence of God no devil no demon no witch doctor <laughs> no witch no satanus no plot of the enemy can remain standing come on we have declared it when the enemy tries to come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him second one Jesus knew that the anointing of the spirit when enable his disciples to stand against anything Acts chapter 1 8 but ye shall receive power. Say power. That word power means <laughs> dynamite. Dynamite power. You will receive dynamite power. Ability, efficiency and might. 
when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses where? Jerusalem in the Western Cape. <laughs> and all Judea. Oh my word. And in the Northern Cape. And in the, the Eastern Cape. Come on. And Samaria. The whole South Africa. And to the very bounds of the earth. That's what God. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. It's not by might. Nor by power. But by my spirit. Saith the Lord. Come on somebody. Number three, say number three. Say, thank God it comes to an end. The anointing you respect is the anointing that you will attract and grows in your life. When you respect the anointing for healing, the miracles of healing will begin to flow through you. When you respect an anointing, listen, for financial breakthrough and you follow God's instruction, change will fall off your life and the floodgates will open. Oh, 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 oh. Number four, the anointing upon you is for minister to others. To serve. Show me a man who's a servant and I show you a man and a woman that's anointed by God to change situations. Jesus felt this when he told his disciples that somebody had touched him. The widow, the woman with the issue of blood. Twelve years hemorrhaging. And when she touched him, he simply said, Somebody touched me with a purpose in mind. Listen, something has emptied from me. Virtue has flowed out of me. Peter walked and his shadows fell on people. They got healed. Oh, Pastor Bingo, and maybe I share it here. Years ago, many, many years ago. Now he's the one that prophesied me on that property where we are today in the 70s. Years ago in El Dorado Park, when they hear Pastor Bengu is coming, they carry out the stretchers and the wheelchairs and the mattresses. And as the sun shines over him and his shadow fell on the people, they jumped up and they were healed instantly. The lame start walking, supernatural miracles start happening because he understood the anointing upon us is not for standing on a parade and polish my arrow and say, whoa, look how shiny my sword and my arrows are. And I'm so anointed and see how powerful. No, no, no. That's a lot of garbage. It's pride. He understood completely. It was to minister. And he stopped. And the woman was instantly healed. Because he said in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 3. And this is the purpose for the anointing. Somebody say purpose. Say reset. Say demonstration. 
Say no more door of death and legion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God I'm leaving tomorrow for America. No. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The what is upon me? That's what the prophet prophesied about Jesus. Because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison and of the eyes of those who are bound. Hallelujah. That's the purpose of God's presence and His anointing. The last one is you can walk every day and every moment of your life into the presence of God. As you yield to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Listen family, you can begin to live under that anointing. Because the Spirit of God is the source. Somebody say the source of that power. He qualifies you. He schedules you. He assigns you. He turns you into a deliverer instead of a captive. And the disciples knew this. That's why Jesus said, Go ye into all of the world. And preach the gospel. Get people saved. Baptize them. Come on somebody. And teach them everything. To keep it. To do it. That's the purpose. Of the presence. Of God. And we in this meeting tonight. So that the captives will be set free. Say, well, Gustav, I don't have all that list for that they normally we call apostolic sin. If you're not in action, you are a captive of circumstances, maybe disappointments. Maybe you went through something and people said and you were hurt and the painful and bad experiences and rejection. But tonight, Tonight is your night. Say, tonight is my night. Because the Spirit of God is progressive. We, it's, we are here to grow. Say, to grow to the fullness. Every person in this building tonight. You say, I realize I need to reset. I need to have a demonstration. I am available for the Holy Spirit to manifest God's greatness in and through me. Every person that feel you are a captive of circumstances. Life was not fair to you. You feel oppressed, depressed, compressed. And I understand that feeling. You feel there's no value. But tonight, 
the Spirit of God in this building. You'll see and you hear when God starts setting captives free and release come and people come out of the chains that Satan tries to make them captives in their minds. You become a prisoner of your circumstances. Prisoner of a situation. Well, Jesus said it's easy. If you can just yield. Yielding is a word that we no longer use in the charismatic Pentecostal circles. But if you're that person tonight that says no longer a captive. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm going to be free. Now we're going to baptize tonight. The people that wants to be baptized, get ready. And, but we're going to walk in freedom out of this place. So that the sick will be healed, devils will be cast out. That we will call the things that doesn't exist into existence and call dead things to come alive. Is that you tonight? Say, I'm coming out of the cave. I'm coming out of captivity. I'm not asking you to walk to the front. I'm asking you to jump out of your seat and run because this is your moment. All the pastors and the people that's going to help us to pray. Come, 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 come. Come tonight. Come. That's you. Say, I need to be free. Will you not walk, but jump up and say, reset, demonstration, the power of God. I'm going to be a third day person walking in the finished work of Calvary and in resurrection power. Wind the pastors up. The people are coming. People are coming. This young man is going to be set free tonight. God's going to help him. Come, people. Any addiction, any situation, any problem, any place that you feel I'm stuck in that rut. I'm spinning my wheels. I'm not going. Pastors, us just help to, to organize them. Face us. Help the people that comes for prayer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Right now, in Jesus' name. That's you, brother. Come and help pray. Well, not come and help pray. Come, 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 come. You say tonight, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm going to be everything God desired me to be. Come on, a walking powerhouse of the Holy Ghost and power. If you need to be filled with the Spirit, come. Jesus. Jesus. Sweetest name. Sweetest name. Yes. Yes. Freedom. Freedom. Freedom tonight. Break this bondage. Break every oh, there it goes, there it goes. Power of God, power of God, power of God. Touch him, touch him, touch him, and anoint him. Anoint him, anoint him, anoint him, anoint him, anoint him, anoint him. Go, set him free. Take your hands off, your devil. 
che baracchiando lo scicando si berete le bascicando touch him right now touch this man and anoint him and set the captive free in Jesus name shikabalane shukene every person you don't you're not folk of the spirit by speaking in tongues come if you say you're born again you say I want to be folk of the spirit come if you say I'm so hungry and more thirsty for God come tonight you are on a mission thank you Jesus thank you Jesus that's right touch him touch him touch him touch him touch him Jesus turn to your neighbor say I'm so full of the Holy Spirit when a mosquito bites me he flies away and say there's power in the blood touch this young man tonight touch him Lord touch this young man the young man God wants to turn your life around thank you Lord for restoring for restoring, for restoring, for breaking every situation and let freedom rule, freedom reign. Shubak in the eye. This whole road just stand. Stand it up. Father, we thank you for making them world changers, history makers. Thank you, Holy Spirit. See, people, if you need Jesus to do something, come, this is your night of your breakthrough. We break this thing over her family. This addiction and this war that's going on in her house. Now, now, touch her and break this. Loose her, your devil, in Jesus' name. Touch her, right now. Say breakthrough, say reset, breakthrough, breakthrough. Your disappointment, my word, is gonna turn around. God's gonna intervene supernaturally. Touch her right now, set her free, Lord, from this condition. Can I pray for you too? Are you together? Join hands, Father, I 
thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, the living Christ. For touching, for touching, for oh, my word. Lift them up out of situations in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the thirst that they have be quenched tonight. Brother Dale, will you and your wife come and lay hands with me here? Come and lay hands. You're going to see what God's going to do through you right now. This is the activation of the power. I thank you, Lord, now, Holy Spirit. Lay hands on both. Lay hands, lay hands. There it comes. In the mighty name of Jesus, the living Christ, we thank you that every yoke is destroyed. Every yoke has been broken. That's right, that's right. Breakthrough, breakthrough. Push, pray until something happens with me. Jesus, say freedom is in my life. Say freedom is in this house. God. Every sick person, quickly come. If you sick, you need a healing in your body, come. God is the healer. God is the healer. Praise the Lord. We have an audience of no sickness. Praise the Lord. Come on, somebody. Let's give the Lord a hand this night. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, King. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, come, pastors, come and help us pray. We thank you for this miracle. This condition will clear up right now. We speak life. Let the joy of the Lord come upon her now, in Jesus' name. There it is. Pray, pray through. Let's just hear this. For 32 years, he cannot smell or taste. And that's not COVID. Father, we thank you for the miraculous for this man. We speak life over <laughs> my Lord that his body will be restored. The smell and taste come back right now in Jesus' name. But I say, devil, you have no authority over this man. The power of resurrection over him. Now, in Jesus' name, be healed and set free. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Last year, the dames, when he loved wife after this perfume, bring it here. Nobody's got perfume. Lord, if your husband is next to you, say, honey, I need perfume. The church needs perfume. Somebody got perfume. Bargei wat stink. Somebody bring your sock. Father, I thank you for this miracle. Hallelujah. He's a bubble gum. But he say by I come.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I brand my keel. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. We pray for a complete restoration of his smelling haboshekah and his tasting. Thank you, Lord. Somebody say Jesus is the healer. Breaks every yoke. God doesn't want you to move with yokes in your life. Wants you to live in freedom. Say freedom is my portion. Say reset. Say demonstration. Say demonstration. Next Sunday night, uh, all the services going this week and Monday, but Vessel the Brain will be flying in for Sunday night. The Spearment. Okay, the Spearment. He's right, Spearment. See, this is what Jesus can do. I walk in a service and I turn to a couple and I said, in this year you will have a baby. They got so angry. They left the church because they just had a baby. And then nine months later, she gave birth to another baby. See, when God is in action, nothing can stop him. Next Sunday night at 6 p.m., Vessel just prayed for a person who had a tumor both disappear like coma all kinds of conditions that now God is the healer you can do the same but he's going to be here all the way from Pretoria Sunday night and Monday night next week not tomorrow night next week the last two days in February and uh, invite somebody bring somebody the captives must be set free Breakthrough, that's your portion. God wants you to walk in liberty because He chose you above angels. Say, I am chosen. If there's anybody you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior tonight, and you say, Jesus, I need you. Save me, forgive me, my sin. Are the baptism people, where are they? She not here? They not here? Okay. Iman say, koe voete. Met koe water. That's fine. They gave their names up in transport situations. But listen, if you don't know Jesus, this is your night. You need to be born again. Nicodemus knew all the scriptures, the first five books of the Old Testament. And he asked Jesus, he said, what must I do 
to have eternal life. Jesus said you must be born again. Say born again. The church cannot save you. The pastor cannot save you. They didn't shed blood. It cost the precious blood of Jesus. If you don't have a day and a date, a time, and a year that you know that you made this decision, then you're not really saved. This is the problem in Pentecostal and charismatic children are born in the family. My children were born while we were in ministry. They were not born saved. Rats can have little rat babies in a Mercedes-Benz garage. When that baby's come out, they're not little Mercedes's. They're still rats. They need to go through a transformation to become a Mercedes. Same to be born again. To know Jesus as the Christ, as your Lord and Savior. And if you don't know Him, I'm not asking if you are a church goer, a church member. I'm not asking you to join the church. I ask you know Jesus. Because not one of us carry the guarantee that we're going to see tomorrow morning. It's the grace and mercy of God. Maybe you were so on fire once upon a time for God. Yeah, you had no excuses and you did everything possible that you can do for God. And something happened. Now, you're just in a condition. Just go with the flow. God spoke. A letter was delivered in the book of Revelation. And he spoke to the church and he said, Were you rather warm or cold? But now that you are lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Lukewarm person is actually a backslidden person. He says, your last works must be more than your first works. Because it's a progressive, ongoing experience. And if you don't know Jesus, or maybe you served him, now it's no longer an urgency, that relationship. I want to pray for you. Two groups. One that doesn't know Jesus. The other group, you discover, I need Jesus to be reignited, refire. And if that's you, just raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hands are going up. Hands are going up. Young people, to be religious is not going to help you. You need to serve the Lord. Be on fire for the Messiah. Can I ask those that raise their hands to do the next step to demonstrate Satan's defeat? Just to stand on your feet right where you are. Well, I'm ashamed. I'm not sure. That's not going to help you one day. You have the opportunity. Will people just come? That's right. Pray the prayer with these young people. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every family that's here you need. There's people that needs to be saved. Thank you. Thank you. Are you here for prayer? Yes. 
it's worthwhile. Heaven rejoice. Thank you, Jesus. You've got family members that's not saved. And you say, Jesus, my family, I've got somewhere a family member that needs Jesus right now. Will you stand on your feet, please? Hallelujah. Can I ask those of you who are standing that you will come to the front. We're going to pray with you in a mass prayer. Just come here that we can because salvation is your portion. Your family will be saved. Africa will be saved from the tip of Africa. Cape Town, Tulkairu, Africa will be saved. Jesus. Jesus. Subeke Shakandia. Where's Pastor Yaku? Shubakeriatolomashikandia. We're standing for families tonight. I believe in families. Make room that people can just move forward. There's so many, many people are coming for salvation for their families. Shibekendia. Usikaria Sukandi. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Father, I thank you right now for families that will be saved. There are parents standing here for their children. Shubekerahandia. There's a mother standing here right now, especially for her son. He's between 20 and 30. God's going to save him. Shukiriando. He's going to be saved. Where's that mother? Where are you, lovey? Father, I thank you. Just raise your hands. Stick it up your hand. Yes, yes, there it is. Power of God, touch her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Salvation for her family, what we have already prayed for. And we seal it with the blood. Salvation comes. Salvation, beautiful. Salvation for their children. Now, in Jesus' name of that family. In the mighty name. In the mighty name. Where's Pastor Yaku? Pastor Yaku, where are you? Come and pray. Let's pray. Jesus. Let's pray. Let's break the yoke of the enemy over these families and that the family will be saved. I need the congregation to stretch your hands. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. We declare, Father, over the airwaves and each and every person standing in tonight, Lord, for their family members, we call them and we loose them from the snares of the enemy. We thank you that there is a fattened calf prepared for them, that there tonight, Father God, that we are on the lookout as the fathers on the lookout, constantly on the lookout for the prodigal son to come home, that prodigal daughter, husband, wife to come home. We're standing in as a point of contact 
contact tonight. Father, we thank you that we call them forth. We call them forth. We thank you, Lord, that as their time has run out, they have been eating with pigs tonight. We say, Lord, that they've been called for greatness, 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 greatness. So we lose them and we bind them to the world of the purposes. Those that were dedicated unto you, those that were brought before you, those that was given to you, oh God, by birth. Tonight we come and we say that we claim them, 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 we command them to come in. Oh, that the works, the stairs, anything that's keeping the bound, all excuses, position tonight, a laborer tonight, Lord, position a laborer tonight, position a laborer tonight on their path, oh, in their way, God, to distract them so that they can be redirected. Destiny is calling. And we see them saved tonight, oh God. We see him saved. Oh, we see him saved, God. Oh, we worship. Oh, we loose. We worship and we loose. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you tonight, God. Oh, no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. Oh, Father, we worship you. Oh, over the airwaves tonight, we call those. We call those. We call those that need to come in. We call those to come in. Oh, somebody that has stumbled across. Stumbled across this channel tonight. Stumbled across our page tonight. Oh, we call you in. We call you. We say nothing is impossible. There's no hard. There's no, there's no too hard uh, not to crack. Oh, no too hard case for God to work at. It might seem impossible, but tonight we proclaim and say that God specializes in impossible situations. Oh, we thank you that true, true Christianity prevails as we follow Christ, the true model. We now are also compelled to bring in, to bring in, to bring in. We cannot keep this good news to ourselves. We cannot keep it to ourselves. We want to run with the torch. We want to run with the fire. Oh, Father, we want to, we want to proclaim it to the nations where to find the bread, where to find sweet water. Therefore, we call them to come in. Come in. Come in. Hello, come in. Hello, come in. Van die noorde, oost, westen, seide, they coming in. We see them. We, we see them how they come in. We see how they come in. We see how they come in. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say they are coming in. Prophesy. Say they will be saved by the power of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on, people. Faith sees the answer. Start thanking God right now for their salvation. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thursday night, the G12 conference start here. The night services are free. Thursday night, Friday during the day, there's day sessions. That's there's a fee. But all the night sessions, Friday night till Saturday afternoon. Then Monday, Sunday morning, the 8 a.m. service, 9.30 services, 10 o'clock services, and all the 6 o'clock services. going to be so great. Wednesday morning, the leadership session. 
and Wednesday night every singer, musician, dancer, sound person, media person come and uh, God's gonna do it. Pastor Sean come and pray for us and we're gonna see the greatness of God. Demonstration of the power of the living Christ. Let's stand, saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we want to thank you for an outpouring of your spirit tonight. Thank you, Father God, with the anointing that our necks are thickening going forward so that the old yoke cannot fit anymore, Father God. We're going into this week afresh and new, Father God, waiting for new challenges because we know every time we want to do something new, you show up, Father God, and you announce us as ambassadors, Father God, going out ready to serve. We're also excited for the prodigals that's coming in, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father God, for your Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen.